0: Aaron Jeff and Aaron and this is the final word with Jeff and Aaron
1: uh, thanks for joining us today uh, we have a pretty good show programmed for you or at least as
0: programmed as we try to do it we don't really program. We, no. we, we we come up with our topics beforehand, but then it's all improv. Yeah, surprising, We're like an improv right? Improv duo. Woo-hoo. Yeah.
1: Well, I wouldn't say that. That that's reserved for people who actually practice and try hard.
0: I mean, can you practice and try hard to improv when you? Yes. Cause, yes, cause you can. I know. I'm just. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, there's there's classes for this. Uh, maybe we should it actually take one like of those. Sometime. Almost
0: almost oxymoronic because like the whole point of improv is that it's just off the cuff. It's, but you must practice to be off the cuff.
1: I think more it's – I would say it's a combination of getting comfortable with the idea of just
0: going, and going doing, somewhere yeah.
1: and, you know, the whole yes and attitude. Mm-hmm. Well, but you got to be
0: really quick on your feet.
1: Yeah. And I think the ability to be quick on your feet and just start like going with the flow uh, takes practice, oddly so this enough. This is
0: true. Yeah. It's kind of a – it's not necess- – I mean it's probably innate but it also is learned.
1: Yeah. You I mean it's a little bit, bit of a personality. personality. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so like I said, we got a good show somewhat programmed for you. Uh, And we're going to start off with the first fact. Uh, So, hey, Google, tell me a fact. According to NASA, astronauts grow up to 3% taller during their time in space. Wait a minute. Was that the one that we had last
0: week? I think that was the one... I don't think we had that on the podcast. I think we were testing it beforehand, and that—that was the she one that we a... tested. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, uh, that's interesting. That's well, kind of cool. That's the first time she's repeated herself. Well,
1: here's an interesting test. Will she say the fact that we had yes last time? Then
0: let's try again. Let's hey see what Google,
1: happened. tell me a fact. Wikipedia says that avocados are technically berries. <sighs> they can also be called alligator pears.
0: Oh my oh God! God! That's. That's, that's what she gave us last
1: week. So it's not random. It's a list. That doesn't that, make any sense. No, but why would she have repeated it? I don't know. Okay. 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 Real quick. Let me think about this. Wh- whose phone did we use? To we used a- my phone. Okay. Okay. I, we're going to do a test real quick. First of all, now let's get the actual first fact because we can't use those two. Those are terrible. Yeah. Hey, Google, uh, tell me a fact. Wikipedia says that the human eyeball reaches its full size at age 13. Okay. Okay, that's new. That's new. That's new. That's,
0: new. Uh, that's so weird. Okay, so Did here's what's going to happen. For the yeah. fact on mine? We're,
1: we're going to pause real quick so that we can set up the fact on his phone to see if the next one that she says on the phone is the one that we just heard here about the human eye. So uh, hold uh, on tight. Oh, uh, and we're back. Okay, okay. So, right, so let's, ask let's her on your phone and see if we get the same yes. eye question.
0: Hey, Google, give me a fact. According to Wikipedia, the national anthem of Greece has 150 verses, making it the longest national anthem in the world. So, um, we're idiots. Uh, Um, okay, actually, I can do this on my phone without asking, saying, "Hey, Google." (laughs)
1: Well, let me let
0: me just. I'm just gonna unplug her real quick. But so it was astronauts grow up to three percent.
1: Oh, so interesting. It it reverted. It
0: went back a couple. Okay, ask her again. Give me a fact
1: reindeer are the only type of deer in which both females and males have antlers. So that was different. So, okay. We, we have to decide something real quick. I don't know how is the it, algorithm works. Is it random and it just so happened that we got the same two in a row, which seems nigh not random at all. Or is it a list that they pull from? My guess. And your phone just got like a different, or maybe maybe it's a the the seed for the randomness was determined a long time ago and it's the same seed every time maybe and so the randomness is not random god i don't know it's really weird so if if you guys aren't um like computer people uh, what's interesting about randomness is computers are
0: terrible at it. Not terrible,
1: literally, you cannot do it.
0: Um, right, like it's whenever if you have a random n- number generator on a computer, it's really not a random number generator because c- computers can't really do that. Because it's a quantum.
1: Computer. Yeah, Mo- but most most computers are yes. deterministic. In other words, the random out- number you're going to get is going to be can be calculated. In fact, that's how they get the random number. Right. Uh, it's usually based on a seed, which for the most part is usually like the time.
0: Uh, which right. is a pretty
1: standard seed. Yeah. Uh and that will determine the the random event. And so if you choose a seed, you will get the same random number or string always. Right. But if you, you know, change the seed the difference. different. Right. So I'm wondering if she chooses a seed and that's embedded somewhere in the app. Maybe. And so as long
0: as you don't change the app, like you said you uninstalled yours. Right. That's possible. But that's but what's so interesting was that it was on my phone, not had nothing to do with your Google account.
1: And well it, it so, was
0: somehow got the same seed initially
1: well maybe not the same seed but i just got a different or but the list i don't I, know i don't know i'm really i'm like i guess this will just have
0: to remain a mystery I, i'm fascinated quite honestly you really don't need to plug her back in you know oh but i wanted to listen to the fun jingle again the fun jingle is great is the opening the the turning on jingle
1: yeah yeah we'll hear it in about like Five or six minutes—that's way too long. Yeah, right? take, Twenty like, seconds.
0: Yeah. Um, um, anyways, so I guess let's move on uh, that was, until that jingle happens. I'm actually—I'm I'm, this—that was fascinating. Like, no, I'm, I'm actually really glad that happened. Honestly, that's crazy. let's let's
1: change this. The first fact isn't anything about eyes or avocados. The first fact is something be weird
0: with Google's randomness. That's an interesting first fact. Is that really a first fact or a first musing? <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. I kind of picked yeah up. Okay. Anyways, I, our 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 first musing should we <laughs> oh, yeah. change? Should we should we change no. it from first fact no, to first God, musing? No. We have too much structure already. <laughs> uh, All right. Anyways, moving on from that really crazy weirdness, we're gonna move into uh, some more crazy fun weirdness. It's story time. Yeah. So so Aaron comes over to my house, ready for this podcast,
1: and says, "I don't know what we're gonna do for the second segment, but I definitely know what we're gonna do for the first." And it's tell the story. And I immediately stopped him right there because I did not want to hear a single bit of it. So I, like
0: you, dear listeners, know nothing. Okay. So I'm actually been debating on exactly where I'm going to start. So are we going to start in media res? Kind of. So we're going to start at the beginning, but the beginning is actually further down the road. Just go with it. Okay. So at about, I don't know, midnight-ish last night, okay, um, okay. I got a text from my dad saying, hey, are you still up?
1: By the way, just in case anybody's interested, midnight last night would have been Halloween
0: night. No, midnight last night was November 1st.
1: That's right. So apparently days are different. This uh, is true. Sorry to this interrupt with true. really stupid. And, and that is the first non-fact because it's not true. It's true. Sorry, yesterday, I'm just going to shut up for a
0: Yesterday second. was Friday, November 1st. So technically, he sent me a text message midnight, November 2nd, if that, yeah, just... Completely screwed you over. You know what? You Uh, were just wrong. This is another
1: one of those times where I wish we had editing. So my stupidity would be edited out. Oh, no, I'm
0: glad we don't have editing. Good. Anyway, so sends me texts about midnight-ish or so. Mm -hmm. Are you still up? He does that every once in a while. Half the time, it's because he heard something weird and wanted to share it with me. So I was up. I gave him a call. And um, he asks me, did you open a credit card in my name? Okay, so we're starting to go down some identity theft. So, I'm sure many people remember the Equifax breach from a number (laughs) of years ago.
1: Yeah, the moment when almost everyone in America decided to freeze their credit. So,
0: yes. Well, I froze my credit. Everybody else in my family was supposed to freeze their credit. Found out last night they did not freeze their credit. Okay, okay. So... He called, so I'm on the phone with him, and he says, "Did you open a credit card?" I'm like, "I did not. I don't know what you're talking about." So, you know, a lot of credit cards now, and even banks, like once a month or so, you get your free credit score. Like okay. that's a new thing now. Like it used to be, you had you'd like have to either pay for your credit score or it would affect your credit. Yeah. Since the breach, now everybody's like, "Here's your credit score," because. We're trying to protect you, even though we've done absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah, it's one of the nice things about being, you know, all of my information being
0: stolen is I get so much free credit reporting. Exactly, and then you can't actually change any of your information, which is just dumb. Yeah, and speaking as a person with a very common name, it is infuriating. Yeah, there was actually a, a bit of an aside. Uh, I was uh, was it reading an article or listening to something about like biometric identification. <laughs> yes. And how, you know, if somebody's able to steal your fingerprint, you can't exactly change your fingerprint. I mean, not easily. Look I don't at, think
1: possibly. I mean, I mean you scars? Could like
0: cut Exactly. Yeah. You know, but they're saying, you know, but if somebody stole your social security, you could change it. Like, no, no, you can't. Like, can you not? I thought you could get a new one. I don't think you can. I think you can get a new social security card, but uh, I think it's still your same social security number.
1: I mean, aside from this, we should definitely move away from the social security number as right, our identification right. for the US. It's terrible. It's right. stupid. So, okay.
0: anyway, well, that was the whole thing with the Equifax breach is was it revealed people's social security numbers. And if you could change your social security number, then be like, oh, hey, I'm done. No issues. But you can't. Yeah. OK. So my dad gets an alert from a credit report that his credit score has gone down by over 100 points. Dang. So naturally, he's like, what the hell? Do, uh,
1: question for me, an ignorant person. Uh, what lowers your credit score? Um, So know? many different
0: things. So the there there's like. Three or four different things. Some of them seem actually counterintuitive. So the two most common things that lower your credit score is actually opening up a credit card. Okay. Well, that's That actually consistent. lowers your score. Yeah, yeah. Um, Isn't it some like debt to credit ratio Basically. Or and like if you open up a credit card, your credit is not as old anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whenever a creditor does... Um, credit checks. There's a hard inquiry and a soft inquiry. I don't entirely know what the difference is other than that a hard inquiry actually affects your credit score and a soft inquiry does not as an adult I should
1: probably learn this at some point anyways continue continue Um,
0: okay so and going down by over 100 points is a lot yes like if you open up a credit card it may go down by a few points or something or if you you know are late on a credit card payment it may go down by a few points like to go down by 100 points is significant so naturally my dad is trying to figure out what the hell happened and um, he was able to get into,, um, oh, I can't remember what um, did he do one of those three free credit. Well, reports? so we hadn't gotten to that point yet. Okay, okay. So he figured out, and I can't remember exactly where it was now because so this had remember this was at like midnight, so, <laughs> so um, memory's a bit. yeah, <laughs> fluid. Um, to uh, to jump to the end, I think we were up till about three in the morning. Yikes, so this was this was exciting. Um, if it wasn't so detrimental, yeah, I'm getting a little excited. If it wasn't so detrimental, this was actually kind of a fun investigation. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so. If it wasn't you and your father. Exactly. If it was like a client of mine, I'd be like, that sucks for you. But anyhow, don't listen to this client. I love you all. <laughs> um, so, um, he figured out it came from this Synchrony Bank. Okay. Um, and it, an account was opened back in February. Now, that bank doesn't sound very familiar. Was uh, it a legitimate bank? Yes. Okay, okay. okay. So this is the funny thing. So, for, so, slight bit of backstory. My dad is horribly dyslexic. Horribly. So he's trying to tell me the name of the bank and it's coming out like symphony and some, like everything but synchrony. So I'm trying to finally, like, can you spell it for me? <laughs> and even then, it took him more than one time. I love you, dad. You're probably not <laughs> listening to this. Anyways, so this opened up back in February. The crazy thing is, is back in June, I had to get um, my cat's teeth pulled. It was sad. And she ended up having four teeth pulled. And it was sad.
1: One of which was like one of the big ones. Yeah, one of
0: her, her upper left canine had to be pulled. And that's that's another story. Um, but it was going to be like an $800 procedure or something. And I went through the Boulder Humane Society. And they have a deal with a company called CareCentrics, where basically you open up a CareCentrics credit card that is only good to use at the Humane Society and it's, um, you know, you
1: get some sort of savings. It's, it's six whatever.
0: months. As long as you pay it off in six months, there's no interest. If you, Got it. Wait, if you pay, if you go after the six months, the interest goes through the roof. Or oh, so something. it's like
1: an int- uh, interest-free loan, essentially, for six exactly. Yeah. And then, as long as that you seems... pay off
0: like the minimum every month or whatnot, yeah. uh, that's one like, of those things that like would frighten
1: me as right. a well. Anyways. They're banking
0: on people not paying it off in the six always, months. Always, always. So, what was interesting though? So, CareCentrics uses Synchrony as their bank. Interesting. The plot thickens. So, I at least knew, like, okay, this is a legitimate bank. And I was thinking, could somehow this get wrapped together? But, like, A, one, this happened back in February for my dad. I didn't open this up until June. And, two, I've been paying it off. So... So
1: he's had a bank account for, like, three-fourths of a year at
0: this point. Right. So, like, so so that that train of thought was a dead end. Even though, like, at least I'm like, okay, I know this synchrony is legitimate. Yeah, I mean, you, you trace the money, which is good. Right. So, sort of like, okay, so... My dad, um, so you can actually, you can get, and I'm actually going to put all these links on. Um, oh, the like podcast help, helpful links? Yeah, oh, nice. So um, I'm going to put links to freeze your credits. So there's three crediting companies They're Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. They all suck, but you can all freeze your credit on them. And you can get a credit report from all three agencies once a year. Yeah. Um, Usually spread them around. Right. Also, theoretically, just... you spread them around because you can do each one once a year. So yeah. you do one, you know, every four Basically, months
1: and whatnot. I usually only do one whenever I suspect something's weird. Um, Right. As for the credit freezing, just to make it uh, just to explain kind of what that is. uh, Basically you can no longer do inquiries on your credit statement, right? Right. And you can no longer open things. Right.
0: Essentially what happens is like whenever you do anything that would affect your credit, whether it's opening a credit card Getting a mortgage, getting a car loan, whatever, whatever company is doing it will do a credit check. Yeah. And that's like to make sure you have no debts. What is your credit score and whatnot? Are you a reliable person? Exactly. If you freeze your credit and they go to do a credit check, they basically are told, hey, we can't do this. Their credit's frozen. Sorry. Yeah. And that, I mean, you can't, you personally can't do anything but a nefarious person can't do anything either. Yeah. Which it's kind of like a double-edged sword in that case. But fortunately now it used to not be free to freeze and unfreeze (laughs) your credit. It's free now since the Equifax breach and it's actually fairly easy to do. So I basically I froze my
1: credit almost immediately at that breach and two of the companies uh, was perfectly easy and all I had to do was just remember a number. The third one TransUnion was like oh yeah you can totally freeze it but it's going to cost you five bucks to unfreeze yeah. it. And I was like... Oh. It used to. They don't anymore.
0: Anyways, yeah. Um, Anyways.
1: Just one last thing I want to mention about that is uh, if you're thinking of going in for a new job or like you want to open credit and stuff, just make sure to unfreeze it. Right. And you, you
0: can do. actually do scheduled unfreezes. You can be like unfreeze yeah. it on this date and refreeze it on that date. Yes. It's, it's a pain in the ass, but it's actually a lot easier than it's it used to be. One of those things that I really wish you could just say, I don't want credit. Well, right. But that's never going to happen. No, they like their information. Yes.
1: Anyways, continue on.
0: Okay. so. My dad, the reason, well, he called me or texted me for two reasons. One, to be like, did you do this? And B, was like, he was trying to tech, go log into, I don't remember which one, to check his credit. Sure. And so when you go to check your credit, you put in your name, you put in your social, and then it asks you questions. Which like, is my favorite trivia round ever. Right, exactly. Like back in 2004, you opened up an auto loan. What company was it through? Yeah, or and like, you have previously owned this model of a car. and What the- was it? And then the best ones are... You opened up loan in 2012 and blah, 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 or none of the above. Yes. And it's like, Th- I think it's none of the above. That's the thing. Yeah. The, mine was, uh, it was asking about a car that I'd previously
1: had in my name. And it was like a Mazda, uh, a Ford, or a like, and I was like,
0: all of those are technically true. It was yeah. so concerning. Right. And you're just like, I don't, and the problem, if you answer wrong, they're not going to let you in. No. And there's not, a, I mean, this is by design. There's not a, like, oh, you have one more try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like the highest stakes game of personal trivia ever. Exactly. And it's nerve wracking. Right. So, um, so my dad was going to do that. And, um, so back in the end of 2018, I opened, a, I got a mortgage for my condo and because Banks are still jackasses since the recession. I did not qualify. So my dad was a co-signer. And then my mom was a co-signer because I didn't qualify with my dad as a co-signer. It was insane. Dang. Yeah. So one of the questions was, you opened a mortgage in 2018. Who is the lender? Well, he didn't know because I have all the information. Yes. So. And those questions also are purposely, purposely vague. Right. And sometimes you're like trying to look through it and you're like, I don't know what the lender is. Fortunately, I knew. So, um. We got into the credit report of, I don't even remember which one it was. We, we ended up doing all three, but we started with, I think it was Experian. It doesn't really matter. And um, finally found this, uh, the section for this Synchrony Bank or whatnot and found out that back in February, somebody opened up a line of credit with Synchrony Bank, a 20000 dollars line of credit. That's what I was gonna ask. Dang. Uh, yeah. And then they took out thirteen hundred dollars or something. And then they never paid it off. Of course. And what I think happened is because I was look like it had like a like a timeline of okay, you took out thirteen hundred here, and then it was this amount due, this amount do, this amount due. But I think Synchrony does works with companies like Carecentric where you don't have to pay it off for this amount of time. And
1: if you're an identity thief, that's like the ideal thing because it takes
0: long enough for nobody to notice. Exactly. So it didn't affect his score until suddenly it was time to be due and it was never paid off. Yes. So that's why for since February, my dad had no idea because his credit score hadn't been affected. That's devious. Oh, I know. It's it's honestly, it's kind of brilliant. It sucks, but it's... Yeah, it's so. Um, and then what? It gets even crazier. So I'm looking through all of this, and um, there's all these different terms. And I'm like, I don't even know what the hell this is. One of them was credit off. I think is what it was referred to, Okay. which essentially. So, because what I found was okay, the account was closed. How is it closed? If it had a balance. If it well credit off means the company who did the lending or whatnot, gave up on trying to get the money. Wow, they give up quick. And basically said, okay, well, probably it was only sixteen only $1,600. And they're like, we're not going to get this. We're going to credit it off, which closes the account, reports it to the credit agencies as a delinquent account, and kills your credit score. So
1: that will bring you down the 100 points. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is
0: even more than that. But sure, sure. So, so we're like, okay, Great. We figured out what this is. whoopty de frickin do Where do we go from here? So you can file a dispute with the credit reporting agencies. Yeah. But you have to do it with each agency. And what was fascinating was, um, so we did ex- all of them, Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. And this was not on the I believe it was Equifax.
1: This is one of the things I was going to mention earlier is, yeah, you get three free credit reports. But the problem is each one of them can be slightly different because exactly. they
0: all have their own reporting. Exactly. So this did not show up on his Equifax report. It showed up on TransUnion and Experian. But not Equifax. But not Equifax. Did
1: which, you guys end up doing a, a dispute with them as well to kind of well, like alert them? Or, well,
0: so the problem is... is in order to do a dispute, you yeah, have to so select has, the specific thing. So we did not ex- dispute with Equifax and tra- or Experian and TransUnion. I, you know the names at this point don't really matter. Yeah, there. but so the pain and butt thing about the dispute is okay. We filed a dispute. We said this is a fraudulent account. Comments: I have no knowledge of this account. It must have been opened fraudulently. I only found out because my credit score just dropped. Yada. Upload supporting documents. Yes. It's like, I have no supporting documents because I didn't open it. So, yay. So. um, I'm surprised that one of the dispute options isn't just, this is identity theft. So that's what the fraudulent part is. Like, this is identity theft fraudulent, and whatnot. So, of course, this is a weekend. So nobody's open and it's midnight. So, of course, nobody's open. Or probably at this point like two in the morning so you're not going to be calling any customer lines right so okay so all right we're at this point we're disputing things um found out via transunion um you can um basically set a flag on your credit called a fraud alert which is actually this is really cool transunion you tell transunion there's a fraud alert I'm putting a fraud alert on my account, they will then report to Equifax and Experian that you put a fraud alert. Oh, and essentially, nice. Yeah. And essentially what that does is um, if somebody does try to open a credit card or whatnot, they will request significantly more information.
1: What's interesting is I, I wonder if there's an option you can put on these three companies that basically says, hey, if anything with my credit changes, let me know.
0: Uh, yeah, you can. And pay for it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, God, the credit company. Oh, oh it's, it's the thing that pisses and me off in, the in a lot of, like, the identity theft companies are shell companies of the credit reporting. Yeah. It's, well, it's, so,
1: so the thing that really pisses me off the most about them is it's not something you can opt in or opt out. It is just a thing that exists. Yep, you don't and have a by choice. living, you
0: have it. Exactly. I mean, literally, you're born, you have a social security number, and now you have credit and someone can steal your identity. Mazel tov! Yeah, great. Um, okay, so... We've disputed them. I've put the fraud alert on. Um I haven't frozen them yet because I'm like, do I want to freeze them during all of this? Like, do they need to be unfrozen? So we haven't figured that out yet. And of course, we can't call anybody to talk to. Yeah. So going back to the synchrony side of things now, like my dad, he wants to call synchrony and be like, okay. You know, Give me the information that right. you have on the account. So when you get your credit reports and it gives you all of like your credit cards and whatnot, um, it doesn't show you the full number.
1: No, last four digits well, or first four digits or something like that.
0: So I think it was... I don't remember. experience, okay. Equi- whatever. It had some amount. Of- it had some amount of numbers. And I think it was actually like the first like 12 numbers or something. Dang, that's a lot. I know. But didn't have the first, the last four, which is kind of useless without sure. that. Honestly, so, the last four are the more important four anyway. Right. So it's like, all right, well, we don't have the number. So what do we, I mean, I can, I'm going to, we'll call them and see if we can't get through somehow, you know, with my information. Well, as I am going through the various credit reports and filing everything, I find out. Oh no. I don't remember which one it is. Had the last four. Oh, not the first 12, but it had the last four. Oh, so now I have the full number. (laughs) That is a problem. Well, and so it was crazy. So, you know, sometimes credit card companies are open 24 seven, not always. So let's call, let's see what happens. So you call and it says, you know, enter your account number. So he puts in the full account number and then it says, and what's the last four of your social? And he puts that in. It's like, all right, we'll get you to the new, the next next representative. And we're like neat like i don't like is th- is it like sending us through because this is right information or See, is now, it sending us through because that's just what you do
1: now this this is where the fear in my mind would be since i've now typed in the account number correctly and with my social security number are they going to be like no this is totally your account because you knew the number right
0: but I, but well that's this, that's like my anxiety i know like, that's kind of weird but so now Ugh. this is the so it says okay we'll get you to our next representative on hold, the stupid the low quality yeah. music and sounds. Our offices are currently closed. Your well, call is important to us. Oh well, no! Oh, oh. oh yeah. I'm like, really? Come, Come on, guys! Me. You couldn't have said that at the beginning. That you got us like, all excited, and that seems like number one thing you put on your call recording. Right.
1: Uh, hi, you've reached whatever company this is. Uh, our hours are blank to blank. If you would like to do something else, do blank. Right.
0: Yeah, so, like, all right, well, we'll call on Monday, because, again, everything is closed, because it's a freaking weekend. Which, by the way, Monday will be in two days from now. This is true. Yes, I got a date right. Yes, November 4th. Yes. Um. So, in the meantime, and this is the worst part, there's nothing else for us to do. Yep. There's absolutely nothing we can do. Yep. I have... Filed the fraud alerts. I have You've done what you can do. I've, or I filed the disputes. I put a fraud alert on. We haven't frozen the credit. I think might we're gonna talk to them on Monday and be like, should we freeze it during all of this? Yeah. Does yeah, it yeah. need to be open? I'm sure they'll um, be pretty helpful or, um, or mean. And of course, you know, my dad's looking things up, and you know, the first thing is hire a lawyer. And I'm like, of course you have to hire a lawyer. Hopefully we don't have to do that, but like I don't know how we're going to prove that this was not him. I see, I I'm hopeful. That it won't take much effort. I'm hopeful too because this is not an uncommon thing.
1: And the other thing is as soon as you get in from access to the actual account information, then you're going to learn that it was made in like New Jersey or something Right, like that.
0: exactly. And like hopefully, you know, they'll, and, and hopefully, um, like, yeah, like you said, if we can get a hold of Synchrony or whatnot, then we can actually have documents to upload and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is not me. Like yeah. that is not how I yeah. spell my name exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just
1: hopeful that, again, as you said, it was like 16 – Hundred, yeah, about. That's it's not a lot, yeah.
0: but and then the other interesting thing is, is um, this specific piece of information affecting his credit will go away after seven years. Yeah, which no, you don't want to wait seven years, but the minute it goes away it no longer affects your credit, and it'll bounce back up to what it was.
1: And it's not like he's a, you know, a teenager trying to get his first credit card. Exactly. I mean, how many things does he need to get his credit approved for? Right, exactly. I mean, days? at this
0: point, you know, they may want to get a new car at some point. Yeah. Which honestly, they could just use my mom's because we checked my mom's score. She's doing great. Yeah, I was gonna say, just co-sign. <laughs> right. So, um, which is really interesting because they do have joint accounts, and thus far, this not has not affected my mom. It probably will if we don't deal with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. But, it's it's a good thing that you caught it seven months later. Right.
0: But, I, I mean, I highly, 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 highly suggest you go at least get one of your um, credit yeah. reports. Because the information on there is fascinating and disturbing. Yeah, even, even if you're not, like,
1: concerned with... Identity threat. It's actually kind of cool to look through and go, oh, I remember all those yeah. things. Oh, well, there's like, all my
0: student loans. Right. And it's also like, oh, that was the address I had 10 years ago. Yeah. So, like, actually one of the... Uh, it's a horrible history of your life. Well, one of the... um Again, I don't remember which one. One of the credit agencies yeah. had, a, like, a list of previous addresses. And one of them was... um So, my parents live near uh, a road called Eisenhower. And they had an address, 1500 Eisenhower. And I was looking like, what? Well, they never... On Eisenhower, they've been in their house since 1977, 1978. 1500 Eisenhower was the address they had when they first moved to Boulder back in 1976. That's pretty sweet. Um, so it was oh my god, this it, was crazy! So, yeah, I'm saying like, it's worth a look. Yeah, so worst part about this story. I don't have an end to it. Yeah. Like there's like this happened and We'll, we'll give see. you we'll
1: give you an update right, next week, maybe exactly. or
0: something. So I will, however, um in the description of our podcast, I will have four links for you. One um, three of them will be how do you freeze your credit with the various credit agencies, and then the fourth link is How to- Get your credit reports. There's actually – it's a website like annualcreditreports.com it, honestly, that walks you through the steps of getting it for each company.
1: And it's probably a good thing that you link it because every single time I go to get my credit report, it brings you to this website that does not look legitimate. No, I know. It's, it's gotta, so horrible because this is probably one of the most secure things that you need to worry about. Yeah. And the website that controls all of it looks, looks like it was terrible. made by obviously someone trying to steal your identity. Yeah,
0: annualcreditreport.com. It looks so fake. First of all, it should not be a .com. It should be a .gov. Like well, it's not though because it's not a government organization. No,
1: but it should be sponsored by uh, the government
0: agreed. at this point. Um, agreed. Um, on uh one one last note, when you go to get your free credit reports, um, one of you have to <coughs> excuse me. These um, there's like you get a whole bunch of options of why are you getting your free credit report? Yeah. Um, it's the very first one called Fact, which is. F A C T. Oh, okay. Uh, it's an acronym for like freedom, freedom Access, of information, or something, like or something that. like that. That's the one you want to do because that's basically saying yeah. I want to get my free credit report because I haven't done it this year. Yep. Um, I think it's free annual credit check. Or yeah. Free, uh,
1: Honestly, once you go past this shady website, that's not actually shady. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Answering those horrible trivia questions is kind of hard, but after that point, it's pretty easy.
0: Yeah. It's um, it's.
1: And it's worth doing. It's pretty it's, interesting. Yeah,
0: it's worth doing. It's just, it's crazy. It's And the moral of this story, freeze your credit. Yeah. Just do it. Unless you are literally currently on the job hunt, there's no reason to not freeze it. Exactly. And even if you are on a job hunt, freeze it until they say, hey, well, actually a job should not be checking your credit. Uh, yeah, they do. do. Yeah. Really? Yes. Huh. Like we're literally, when you go to the freeze thing, it
1: says one of the recommended things to unfreeze it for is if you're job searching. I but, mean, like I said, it's a measure of how "quote unquote" reliable you yeah. are, despite the fact that it's not. Right. But, well, yeah.
0: So, anyways, so actually, freeze your credit. Damn it! I now have to. I called my sister today and told her the whole story, and I said you should freeze her, your credit. And the response was, "What does that mean? Yeah." I was like, "Oh my god!" That's the other thing is I told you about this two years
1: ago. The, the whole credit report system is a system that unless you have had
0: something bad happen to you, you probably don't know it exists. This is true. It's true. Even like when you open a credit card, if you don't have your credit frozen, you don't have a damn clue that it's actually being checked. Like, yeah. I mean, you hear a lot
1: of credit report apps and that kind of stuff, yeah. but that's kind of this
0: weird uh, – It's like, this weird cottage, cottage industry now of yeah, check terrible. your credit and it's free, but then we're going to offer monitoring service. It's only $10 a Yeah, month. we're going to try to pressure money out of you.
1: Yeah. We're, we use money to make money so that that's we can make money using money.
0: There's actually a hilarious thing that's happened a couple of years ago with um, – Oh, uh, LifeLock, I think. Uh-huh. That, they're one of the big uh, agency, uh, monitoring agencies. And the owner of LifeLock is like, this is how secure it is. Here's my social security number, everybody. I remember. And your... then he got his Super identity, hacked. like, immediately. It, I love it whenever somebody over uh, completely underestimates
1: how the internet works. Yeah. They think, oh, I'm secure. It's like, no. Yeah. Somewhere, somebody can figure out everything that you right. They know Right, and don't be you. stupid. What's... <sighs> yeah. So what's actually interesting is I, too... Have a story about fraudulent purchases. Oh yeah, yeah, actually happened this week as well. Maybe last week. I can't honestly remember. It's been a weird week. I've, I've been on a lot of trips for it's for conferences and stuff. November second. That's what you said last I'm time. Just, just I'm reminding overdue. you. I'm. It may have been two weeks. It doesn't matter. It happened recently. Um. So I was I was at the the grocery store that's near my house, and the card that I have in my credit card is it's always in my pocket so Mm -hmm. it's really ratty and like torn up but it's for the most part been decently reliable Uh, so I plug it into those machines there and uh, it's canceled I was like okay uh, let me try that again because it happens this time so I I tried it three times finally it was like nope you need to swipe it because the the reader has failed three times in a row swipe it it it's like declined I was like
0: oh no
1: and so I was like okay I still think it's probably just a a fluke with the card I'm not going to worry about it right yet uh, and I just used my debit card yeah, to yeah, get yeah, those yeah. money.
0: I think I know what happened.
1: <sighs> then I come home uh, and remember the whole trees thing that we were talking about yeah. last week. I went to donate for Team oh, Trees. They thought that was fake. Whatever I went, I clicked the donate button and I was like, "Sorry, card declined." I was like, "Okay, now I know shit oh, is up." Oh
0: god! Okay, so what you are saying? Got that, it. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I finally
1: figured yeah. it out. And so I talked to this really nice man on the phone, and he he talked me through like five list of items of my past ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of which, uh, so what was interesting is it wasn't like the past five purchases; it was the five past five transactions.
0: Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm.
1: two of those were the. Two times I failed fail. to get the right. King Supers stuff. And then one of them was like, and there's this like $20 purchase for this random weird website. I was like, uh-oh, that sounds suspicious because I had completely forgot that I tried to purchase trees. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so we were on the phone with that guy for yeah, like 20 minutes Did you figure out
0: what the underlying there issue was? There
1: was nothing. Every All the purchases that that said were
0: suspicious, that were flagged, were normal. Got it. And they just... And I mean, that's... Actually, I'm okay with that if a credit card companys like... I'd rather have false positives. Yeah. Right. Like, this looks suspicious. We're going to just cancel the card. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, as you were telling me, this was reminding me, pretty much every major credit card now yeah. has an app you can get. Oh. Um, so Chase, American Express, Citibank, whatever. And you can set up alerts for everyone that like, if there is ever any transaction, no matter what, give me a push notification. Interesting. Um, and that's really helpful because my dad, going back to my dad, has had a, one of his credit cards stolen multiple times. Jeez. And the reason he finds out is he gets an alert that, you know, $20 was just spent at a gas station in Texas. Like, no, no, it was not. Hmm. And I mean that's a totally different from identity theft, though. That was somehow somebody got the card number. It's, or it's credit all card under very similar or, you know. umbrellas, though. So,
1: and actually that that's good to know. I have a, I have a credit card that I got back when I was in uh, college, mm-hmm. and then I finally got a big boy credit card that mm-hmm. has a higher limit, and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, and I went, I literally was at the bank. I was like, "Cool. Well, now that I have a new credit card, I'll just cancel this one because I don't need it anymore. I'm not going to ever use it." Like, oh, you don't want to do well, that? It's actually,
0: right? It's not good to cancel old credit cards because. um then it suddenly your your average credit age becomes yeah, very very young.
1: Exactly, and it kind of annoys me because I'm a little bit anal retentive, and I right. kind of well, like, if only I'm only going to have one card, why would I have another one? Right.
0: But, uh, but so this
1: monitoring software would be useful. Yeah, I mean for it's really simple
0: because it's literally download the Chase app, log into your account, set up notifications. Yeah, There's it's nothing be fancy nice about good to know. it. Yeah, so there you go. Credit sucks. Yeah. Social security numbers suck and freeze your freaking credit. Yeah, be 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 careful y'all. Okay, we're
1: going to shift gears from from that doom and gloom of credit card companies. Onto a hopefully lot lighter topic. Yeah, d- um, n-
0: no longer a dystopian future that we are living in.
1: <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> so, so this is going to be a new segment that will probably show up a few more times. Uh, and- very similar to like how we have the would you rathers and the 36 questions that lead to love. Uh, this is one that we've been talking about for a while that is really interesting, but what, we've been kind of like it saving called? it. Uh, it's called hypotheticals. Yeah, and
0: I, we've talked about it, but I don't know if we've actually talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, so. Like, tell tell me, what, what are hypotheticals?
1: So, uh, I don't know if they were invented by, it's kind of hard to invent yeah. a thing, but the, the person that's credited for it is uh, Chuck Cloisterman. Cloisterman um, is just a
0: cool name, too. It's
1: pretty neat. Uh, and so, a hypothetical is kind of like a
0: Hypothetical, hypothetical,
1: but the hyper part means it's just really weird and bizarre. Right. And the whole point of them is to like spark interesting conversations.
0: So, um, like, a, so you think like a hypothetical is, you know, like hypothetically, if you, you know, won a million dollars, whereas a hypothetical be hypothetically, you won a bazillion dollars plus a trip to the moon plus your. I don't know. Actually, it'd be more like the hypothetical would be
1: you want a million dollars. The hypothetical would be you won a million dollars, but in order to get it, you must beat your sister to death in gladiatorial combat. Would you do it? Ah, OK. I'm cool with this. Yeah. Uh, OK, so ask, ask me a hypothetical. Before we ask this one, a lot of these are not outdated, but there's some key words in there that need to change. So before we go with number one, who would you say is the most impressive person in the world? This is not part of the hypotheticals. This is just going to be another side. Alive. It doesn't matter. Just someone who death. you think is impressive, like really impressive. Um, I should have asked you this before the podcast
0: because well, now I put you on the spot. Okay, I would say from a um intellectual standpoint, that would work. Um, Stephen Hawking. Okay. From a physical specimen standpoint, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. He's Phenomenal.
1: We're going to go with Stephen Hawking because that kind of fits the question a little bit more. I probably should have said intellectually inspiring. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So here's the question. Hypothetical number one. Let's assume you met a rudimentary magician. Let us assume that he can do five simple tricks, such as pull a rabbit out of his hat, make a coin disappear. He can turn an ace of spades to a joker card and, you know, two other in the similar Mm -hmm. vein. Okay. Okay. Uh, These are the only tricks he can do. He will never learn any more.
0: Oh, I think I know what the question is here.
1: However, it turns out the tr- these five tricks are not illusions. They are true and real magic. He can actually conjure a bunny out of the ether. He can move a coin through space. He is legitimately magical, but extremely limited in scope. The hypothetical is that scenario. The question is, would this pe- person be more impressive than Stephen Hawking? Hmm...
0: Um, I would say no, no, no. Because so for for a couple of reasons, he is literally manipulating the fundamental physics of the world. True, that is in and of itself impressive. It's fascinating. He, it's for sure. fascinating. Did he have to learn any of this? Or was it just this innate, like, he was born with this?
1: Well, it does say that he can only know these five tricks. So, it does feel like it's probably more innate than it is uh, learned. Right. Because otherwise he'd be able to
0: learn like, more. Like, I mean, that's certainly impressive and um, unique and fascinating. But, you know, I look at somebody like Stephen Hawking. He wasn't born understanding quantum mechanics. He wasn't born... He had to teach himself that. Right. So, and... I guess
1: that's kind of what the... Oh, sorry. Keep going.
0: No, I was... you. I was just going to repeat kind of the same same thing
1: so it kind of brings down to the fundamental question of what is more impressive someone with true innate skill Mm -hmm. that can do it in an extremely impressive way or someone who learns how to get there.
0: I mean, I think, I think you have two things. So I look at, we'll, we'll go to Stephen Hawking again. That's a good um, example. Like I do legitimately think certain people are smarter than others. Like, yeah. Like I think there's definitely a predisposition for that. Right. And so the difference is, you know, there's a difference between, at least in my mind, intelligence and knowledge. Yes. So like somebody could be extremely knowledgeable. That doesn't necessarily mean they're smart. Yes. It just means they know a lot of facts yeah somebody who's intelligent can piece things together can see patterns in the world can but maybe not even be able to spell their own name exactly and so i think you look at somebody like stephen hawking is both and he had a predisposition to intelligence but he had to learn a whole bunch of stuff to get to where he was and that to me is the impressive part where you have certain innate talents. Again, like if you want to go to from the physical side of things like Aaron Rodgers, he had some innate physical talents, but he had to train and teach sure. himself how to do what he does.
1: Now, now from a more like mundane perspective of like, I'm never going to truly understand uh, Stephen Hawking or what he was thinking about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I can watch this guy do his magic tricks and be astounded by it. like, because because they're true magic, mm-hmm. I could literally just give him any hat and he'd just make a
0: bunny. So, I mean, I guess the question is, um he's pulling a rabbit out of a hat. That's cool, whatnot. Do you know that this is real magic, or do you think it's I think an that's illusion? the whole
1: point of the question is we is basically you learn that no no no, no, no. he's not a, just a really good illusionist. This is just true magic. This guy is an yeah.
0: actually and i, I think, I've always i've you know that's one of those the, the thing with magic that is always, um, bothered, faci- bothered uh, me, fascinated, maybe a little bit of both. Is, is it's like, okay, cool, you can manipulate the frat fabric of reality. That almost makes things too easy.
1: Well, okay. you know,
0: like because like so, I'm thinking like, um, so we're we're getting to a little bit of theology here. Oh boy, um, I know. Uh, okay, so you know, there's creationist, evolutionist, yada yada. Uh, creationists, you know, believe, you know, God snapped his fingers and, oh, yeah, here, a, there's a dinosaur. And, you know, like, oh, now there's a human. Evolution, obviously, is, you know, evolution. I don't feel like need to explain that too well. Um My thought has always been, what is more miraculous? Being able to just go, I want to create a human, poof, create a human, or I am going to set in motion a series of events that will eventually lead to the creation of humanity. I'm going to build the largest Rube Goldberg device ever. (laughs) Like, so for me, it's like, okay, cool. You can pull a, a rabbit out of your hat because you can do that. To me, that's not as cool as I have to go through all of this crazy rigmarole to... To make it look yeah. like I pulled a rabbit out of my hat.
1: Yeah, I think I think you've boiled down the question to its like basis elements, mm-hmm. which is what is more impressive: innate ability or learned skills? And yeah, learned skills. Yeah. Uh, now I will say this: if this magician actually existed, I bet you anything we'd learn more
0: from him and studying him than Stephen Hawking. Maybe it depends because it could be something like I can do this. I have no idea how or why I can do this. Right. So here's the here's here's that
1: loophole in that in the hypothetical. It says he can only learn those five tricks. No more, no less. Right.
0: I'm wondering, could you then study him and then learn the tricks yourself? Interesting. So, now that would be very fascinating because if you could study him and learn it and then suddenly like, this is like, oh my God, we could all know magic. Yeah. And And now that would be, that would be very cool.
1: That's the whole idea is, you know, if this guy exists in the world, there has to be a logical reason for why he can do stuff. Although it is magic. So maybe not.
0: And that's the other thing that drives me nuts about magic is a lot of it times it's not logical and it's just driving me a little crazy. Yeah.
1: It's honestly, so I've, just finished up reading the, the Dresden files. It's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, urban urban uh, fantasy yeah, magician yeah, yeah. kind of stuff. One of the things I like about it is the magic that he uses. Yeah, it's still magic, so there's no real explanation. Mm-hmm. But they try to have rules and groundings for how things are supposed to work. And magic is more like a, a force than mm-hmm. it is this, like, you know, mythical thing. Right. Which um, I think is kind of cool, yeah. having a, an internal logical right. system. Um,
0: I say we do one more.
1: Good. So... Remember when I said that whole thing about gladiatorial combat and yeah, that seemed yeah, yeah. To a little bit get really dark really quick? This question is going to get really dark real quick. Excellent. Okay. Let's assume a fully grown, completely healthy Clydesdale horse has his hooves shackled to the ground while his head is held in place by a thick rope. Don't worry. We're going to keep going. It's it's bad. It's bad. Just bear with me. He is conscious and standing upright. Okay, it's getting worse. I know. Keep holding with me. It's not getting better. But completely immobile. Let's assume that for whatever reason, every political prisoner on Earth, as cited by the Amnesty International, will be released from captivity if you can kick this horse to death in 20 minutes or less. What? As a side note, you are allowed to use
0: steel-toed shoes. Would you attempt to do this? Okay, hold Wait a second. I have so so many questions okay you have a you're torturing a horse yeah,
1: to be fair he's just holding place you aren't torturing him yet you're about to i mean I feel like being held in place is, is partial torture it's not a great situation yeah. for the horse but it's about to get worse and if i beat this horse to death in 20 minutes or less in 20 all of these political prisoners are every released. political prisoner is gone
0: is is released good bad otherwise good bad otherwise yeah no I would not beat this horse to death. It's not a really hard question here. No, because, like, if it was beat this horse... No, no. Like, it's this is the ultimate do the ends justify the means question. Very much so. And because, A, the ends, you could be, you know, releasing some prisoners that deserve to be in jail. Let's, you know,
1: let's make it even easier. Every, like, quote-unquote innocent person that is currently being held under political um, words
0: will be released and is
1: free and happy.
0: No, no, no. I, no
1: now let me let me change it one more time instead of having to actually be the person that beats the horse to death because again that
0: is horrific and terrifying and terrifying and like, I would never I would like I would want to die afterward. Like, I
1: mean eh, you'd still be doing good for the whole um, would I Let me let me change the question a bit and see if it's a little bit less unsavory horse is still going to die Lovely. The difference is he's somewhere else. You have no idea where he is. There's literally a, just like a button. Like I push a button and the button horse the push-
0: dies. Yeah. It's, you know, a trolley problem, but with a horse. Uh, I, don't know. I mean, so I'm still hung up on political prisoners don't necessarily mean they are unjustly in jail.
1: I'm talking, okay, let me change it to this. Just every person who is unjustly uh, tried of a crime will be acquitted. Every person.
0: If I kill a horse by pressing a button. Pri- kill a horse pressing a button. God damn it. Um, Does that make the question harder then? It does for two reasons. One, I know that I am releasing people that do not deserve to be in jail. Yes. Two, I am not physically beating the horse to death. death. You know, it's like one of those things of like, I eat chicken, I eat beef. I don't know if it can actually kill a cow, though.
1: Yeah. Well, I I will say I was really debating whether or not to put this question in the podcast because it is very, very horrible. It's really fucked up. (laughs) It's pretty bad. But, you know, it's a trolley problem question. Basically, I imagine that how this one existed is you take the trolley problem, but you make it even worse. Right. Um, And I will say there's one aspect of this question that really disturbs me. And it's not that you just have to beat the horse to death. You have to do it in under 20 20 minutes. minutes. Which implies if you take 20 minutes and one second, you've killed the horse, but you still haven't released any prisoners. I mean,
0: I feel like you could probably do this quickly if you're you know I don't know I don't know how hard is it to I be something you definitely Shoes. I don't know I don't know how sturdy a horse is which is probably honestly a good thing that we don't know this this is a really disturbing question it's horrible this was supposed to be a fun light segment no it's not oh my god but who said that you did at the That's very beginning like, but then I also talked about gladiatorial combat so, true you know. but that was like a little minor aside yeah I got there quick though wow I will say of the ones that are okay, right ahead what, is, what would your answer be
1: uh, beating the horse to death question? No, I can't, couldn't do it. it basically, my my justification there is: had I not been presented with the scenario, life would have continued normally. Mm-hmm. So it's me literally being in the scenario that causes things mm-hmm. to happen, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like I had to divert reality to get there. It's kind of hard to understand. what yeah, I'm trying I, to say. I, I, I get
0: what you're saying. Basically, um, me doing nothing is almost the same sorry, as man, if the question never happened. Exactly. Yeah. So oh. I'd probably
1: just go with the me doing nothing. However, pushing the button to release all unjust prisoners. I probably could eventually bring myself to yeah. do that. As Hobon I still is, would have to know how the horse
0: is dying. I wouldn't want to know that at all. No, like it would basically be... In my mind, I would just be a button that doesn't do anything. And I'd yeah. be like, I pressed it to save everyone. So I would want to know like, okay, you press this button, you're going to kill the horse by a thousand paper cuts. Or you press this button, you kill the horse by just a quick, you know...
1: I wouldn't want to know it. Because if I don't know the cause yeah. of death, it makes it a lot easier to do it.
0: Schrodinger's horse.
1: Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh my
0: God. God. Quantum Horse. Oh, my God. Is that the name of our episode? Maybe. Schrodinger's Horse. Um uh, wow. So, yeah. I will say, they do get better. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: I just wanted to do that one. Better or worse? I mean, do we have time for one more, or is... No. We, no, we're no, definitely we are, far we are, over, aren't we? We're way over now. Okay, well, we'll... You'll just have to tune in for the next one. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry for traumatizing everyone.
0: Wow. Okay, so it's the final word, and, um... Is there a word for horse murder? No, that should be the no, word. I'm trying to I had a Equist, whole list of ones. Like wondering if there's one that's somewhat related to this, but but no. So we are gonna go with a fun sounding word. Um pterodiddle. Okay.
1: That's concerning.
0: Um let me see, can I guess?
1: I'm thinking like a pterodactyl, but like what would happen if you just miniaturized one so he's a little pterodiddle. on. huh Pterodiddle. Ter-
0: T-A-R-A... There's no P in there? No P.
1: Oh, that's not... That's no, not, not a pterodactyl. It's not an
0: adorable yeah. small pterodactyl. So, T-A-R-A-D-I-D-D-L-E.
1: Well, I'm just... You know what? After the whole horse murder thing, which I'm just going to keep bringing up so that we can keep it This is actually down,
0: somewhat related to this in a, in, a, in a very
1: slight way. I'm just not going to extend this episode any longer. It's already gotten too far. We don't want to beat a dead horse here.
0: Ah... Uh, uh, what is terrididdle? this word references someone or something that is filled with pretentious nonsense or something that is a lie a great example of this is that classic fisherman's tale of how big the fishy cot was so is how do you use that is you oh your story is terrididdle, or or your story um, is full of pterodiddle you know what is, is this a noun or a a noun so okay. no sane person would make up such a pterodiddle so it's like a tall tale. No sane person tall would make tale, up this tale. Tall tale. Pterodactyl. Like that's a teradiddle. I, I, it okay. was a fun. Sa- it was a fun sound. I like
1: it. I'm yeah. personally just gonna keep imagining a very, very adorable small pterodactyl. Yeah.
0: So I'm gonna end with one final note. Freeze your credit. And don't beat a horse to death.